Welcome to Breathe Full, a podcast for those seeking to breathe fully and deep throughout their personal journey of life. A podcast for those hungry for a moment of peace, a long, deep breath, a story of wisdom, a lesson to cherish, a nugget of delight, a place where broken hearts and tense minds come to rest. Today, I will breathe full. Hi, everyone, and happy 2018. We are going to start this year off with a meditation first, and I want you to think in a grand scale about 2018. So if you can, just take a second... Breathing here, feeling your lungs expand and contract. Bringing in everything for 2018 that you are hoping for. Visualize that in your mind. Perhaps it's a professional goal or it may be a personal goal. Think of that in your mind. Visualize it. What does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it sound like? Visualize all of the details that you can. Who is there with you? Who is there supporting you, lifting you up? What challenges do you have to overcome? So now while you're visualizing that in your mind, I'm going to ask you some questions. What do you want to work on in 2018? What is most important to you about that? What is the benefit of achieving that? What is the cost What causes you the most fear when you think about achieving this? What excites you about it? What is holding you back? What does that mean to you? Taking a second Visualizing exactly what you're hoping for in 2018. Let's take a deep breath in. And a deep breath out. I'm really excited for 2018, both for you and for myself and for everyone out there who is seeing this as a new chapter, as a new start. And today I want to talk about some emotions that we might run into in 2018. And those are human fear and rage, which almost always appear as a pair. 
They're two sides of the emotional coin. Human fear and rage. Now, why is this? Why do we run into human fear? And then why does it show as rage? Fear in public comes out looking like anger. And that happens with individuals and it also happens with nations. So I want us to explore today what fear we may be experiencing and if that is coming out as anger towards our loved ones, towards our coworkers, towards our fellow nations around us. When we experience fear, it means we don't know. It means we're full of questions that we don't know. And, and this fullness of uncertainty is actually very stressful because we don't have control. We don't know what is going to happen next. There's too many variables up in the air. And this fear causes us to cave in on ourselves. And we start immediately to self-doubt. We go immediately to jealousy. We go immediately to comparing ourselves to everyone else around us. Fear has that power. And it unravels so quickly. All you have to do is have a little tiny fear. And the next thing that you know, you don't believe in yourself. You're no longer confident. You don't believe in your skills. You're questioning if you're even qualified. And you're standing there wondering all of these things. And someone may ask you a question. And the first thing that comes out of your mouth is going to sound like anger, frustration, confusion, annoyance, irritation. But I challenge us, can we take this human fear, which publicly shows up as rage, can we take that and transform it? Can we move forward with a love that is muscular and resilient? We want that. We want to be able to know that no matter how scared we are, no matter how unsure we are, no matter how full of doubt we are, that it is very possible to spread that fear and cover it with love. A love that is muscular, that is not afraid, that can lift us up, that can lift our friends up, our family up, that can change our finances that can change our goals, where we live, what we're doing, change careers. A love that is muscular and resilient. So it bounces back, it tries again, it fails and then it retries again and it keeps going and going. And it keeps us accountable. And the more that we try this love that is muscular and resilient, the more that we believe in ourselves, the less space fear can find within us to settle its roots. We do not want fear to be driving our decisions. We do not want fear to make us feel small and weak 
and incapable. We want love for ourselves, for the previous investments we've made to get our degrees or our certifications. We want love in the work we're trying to do to carry us on, our missions, our passions, our manifestos. These all matter. And we want to cultivate that within us so that fear has no place to stand. It has no firm footing to tell us who we are not or what we cannot do. There's a quote from Desmond Tutu that says, at the center of this existence is a heart beating with love. Let's take a breath here. Inhale. Hold it. And exhale. At the center of this existence is a heart beating with love. It is not fear. It is not anger. It is not passive-aggressive behaviors. It is not profit. It is a beating heart of love. When tragedy strikes a nation, we pull together to help each other, to come to each other's aid, to be at each other's side, to hold each other's hand, to say, I'm here with you. I see you. I hear you. I'm right here. But how can we be that support to ourselves as well? How can we say, I'm here for you. I'm holding your hand. I see you. You are qualified. You are capable and you can do this. Do not let fear win. Do not let fear move to its next step, which is anger. There was a time in my life where I can remember that fear turned into anger and I took it out on some loved ones. There's actually multiple times, (laughs) to be completely honest. But the first one happened when I was a young child and I went to the dentist with my mom and the dentist told my mom that I had to have 10 teeth removed. What? I was horrified. I was fear stricken. I had never had anybody cut into me at all. I'm a small girl and you want to take 10 teeth out of my mouth? Do I even have 10 teeth in my mouth? I just, I was terrified. And I remember after the dentist told my mom that and he said, okay, well, we need to schedule a time, you know, for her surgery. And I just jumped out of the chair and ran to the car and locked myself inside of the car. I did not want to talk to my mom. I didn't want to hear the date. I didn't want to do anything that had anything to do with that building or my mother. And I knew that it was my mom's fault. I was so angry at her for this. But really, I was terrified. I was so scared. But instead of saying, Mom, I'm really scared, I said, Mom, I hate you. 
why would you do this to me? Why would you make me do this? You don't love me. Of course, I don't hate my mother. I love her more than anything in this world. And of course, she doesn't hate me. But fear spoke for me. And it was angry. And it was violent. And it was wild. And it was strong and apparent. The next time I ran into it was when I was 18. So probably about a decade later when I was applying for colleges and I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know if I wanted to study dance, study writing. I had no idea. I knew what I should not do according to the world. I should not study dance because the world doesn't seem to place value in that. And everyone told me, don't do that. But I was heartbroken. And I was scared. I didn't know what I wanted for my future. And I felt a lot of pressure right then and there to figure it out. And that wasn't fair. But I was scared. I didn't want to leave home and go somewhere I didn't know. And I didn't know, you know, what I was going to do, how I was going to pay for it, how I was going to make any of this work. I just didn't know. There were so many questions that people were wanting me to answer, and I didn't have an answer for them. And I remember sitting in my grandparents' room, in the very back room, hiding behind the bed on the floor, with my head between my knees, sobbing. My whole body was just shaking with just tears and and these almost animalistic cries coming out of me. Just waves and waves and waves of what? Fear. But I remember sitting on that floor and feeling so angry. I was angry at people for telling me not to study dance. I was angry that dance had no value. I was angry that people were like, you have a deadline to decide this and you need to decide now. I was so mad. I was just so mad at the world for wanting an 18-year-old to make such a financial commitment when I had no idea what I was doing. And I remember I took that out on my family again. I wouldn't talk to them or I would roll my eyes at them or I would snap at them or I wouldn't want to spend time with them. It hurt them. It hurt me. But I also didn't know how to say, guys, I'm scared. I'm really scared that I'm going to make the wrong decision or that it's not going to work out. I'm going to waste all this money. I didn't know how to say that. The third time that fear really overcame me was when my partner decided that he wanted to move on to a boat. He wanted to leave everything that I had known as normal, a house, a home on land, a washer and dryer, a dishwasher, a comfy bed, reliable internet, all of these things that I had grown accustomed to. He wanted to leave it all and move on to a floating home on the water. And then sail on the open ocean with sharks, giant waves, storms. 
I was scared. And every time he talked about it, he talked about it with such passion and joy and and love. And I would just sit there and grow smaller and smaller and smaller because I would get more and more and more scared. Then at times when I felt completely overwhelmed, aka completely terrified, as we got closer to moving onto the boat, I found myself going through these emotional just backlashes where I didn't want to be near the boat. I didn't want to see the boat. I didn't want to talk about the boat. I didn't want to go and visit him while he was working on the boat. I just couldn't process it. And he took that as me being angry or jealous of the boat or me hating the boat. And, you know, once again, fear showed itself as anger. It showed itself as rage. We would fight over it. We would get so frustrated with each other over it that we would find ourselves in opposite homes not speaking. But that was not what either one of us wanted. What I needed to say and what I eventually ended up learning how to say was I'm scared. I don't know how to live on the water. I don't know how to do this life. I don't know how to make money. I don't know about health insurance. I I didn't know what mattered, what was going to matter to me or what should matter. I didn't know. Once again, fear came like a tidal wave inside of me and it rushed right out of me in anger. But then I remembered that love is stronger. A muscular, resilient love has the power to push back that massive tidal wave of anger and fear. Push it back. Move it away. Say you are done here. There is no space for you here. And that love is what led me to go back to my partner and go back to my family. To say, I've always loved and appreciated you. I want to figure out how to do this. I want answers to the questions and I want patience knowing that I may not have the answers on my timetable. But I want love to win. I want passion to win. I want light to win. I want goodness to win. And when you make that choice, you are choosing to use those muscles within you, that resiliency within you to look fear straight in the eye and say, not today, not tomorrow, not here. So I want to ask you some questions. Think back to the goal that you have for 2018. No matter how big or small it is. And ask yourself, what is it about that that scares you? Where is fear inside of that want, that dream, that wish? Perhaps it's financial. Or it may be time-wise away from your family. Maybe it's that you're feeling like an imposter and that you aren't good enough. I'm telling you, you are, though. 
So where is the fear? Map it out. Find it. Track it down. Put a giant red circle around it. Where is the fear? And what exactly is the fear? Put words to it. Because once you see it in words on paper, it's not that strong. So find the words that summarizes that fear. And write it down. After you've found what your fear is and you've written that down, I want you to imagine that you're just putting a whole glob of paint over it or cake icing or whatever you can imagine. Something that's being spread over top of that fear until you can't even see it anymore. It's just blacked out. And this is your love. This is your muscular and your resilient love. And I want you to ask yourself what this love is. So, first, when you think about that love that you just smeared over top of that fear, who is inside of that? Who is your support system? What faces do you see? What voices do you hear? Inside of that love, who is there with you? And then the next thing that I want you to think about, what does that love consist of? What values is inside of that love? Determination, truth, altruism, hopefulness, optimism, teamwork, authenticity, credibility, integrity, what values are inside of that love that make up something that is strong enough to totally wipe out fear? What values is inside of that love? So who is there with you? What is there with you? And then how are you going to deploy this love? How are you going to use the love that you have conjured within yourself to tell fear you have no power here? There is no space. How are you going to do that? That may look like I'm going to make myself a cup of green tea every day at 2 p.m. That may look like I'm going to send emails to my friends when I need encouragement. That may be like, I'm going to write a letter to my partner and write down all the things I'm afraid of and ask them to help me. How are you going to deploy that love so that you can start taking away fear's power? So we have the who you have with you. We have the what values remain in that love. We have a strategy, how you're going to deploy that love. The next one is when. When in your life 
are you going to need that love the most? So ask yourself, what does it look like when you are afraid? When you are experiencing fear, what does that look like and what does that feel like? Maybe you start breathing shorter. Maybe your face gets prickly with heat. Maybe your hands start to itch. Maybe you start twisting your hair or biting your nails. What does fear feel like? And then when you feel that, what can you do to stop it? Maybe taking a deep breath. Maybe you need it when you're starting to gossip about someone. You're starting to feel jealous. So when do you need this love? When you're yelling at your partner? When you're yelling at your child? When you're trying to leave the house and you're already late? When you hit that red light? When you want to flick someone off in traffic? When do you need that outpouring of love, that muscular and resilient love to come in and stop you from turning uncertainty, fear, into rage. Now that you have your who is there, your what is there, your how, and you have your when, these are the powerful things that are going to help you train that muscle of love and remembering that at the center of this existence is a heart beating with love that is now that is present that is active it is beating with love and it's just there for you to carry with you and use when you feel fear. Because you know the other side of fear is rage and anger. And the only thing, the only thing that can stop that in its tracks, that can snip the wires before it turns into a bomb, is love. Is taking a pause is listening, is asking the questions, is being vulnerable and saying, I'm afraid. I am afraid. Two thousand and eighteen is going to be a great year for so many of us. And I know that while we read our newspapers and we see a lot of fear and uncertainty coming across the print, out of the print, leaping into our brains, into our hearts. We tend to get really angry when it comes out of us. We tend to have mean things to say. We can turn on our neighbor if they don't agree with us. We can fight over dinner. You may stop speaking to a friend or family member just because they have a different opinion about something that's very politically charged. We're in a time when we need more love. We're in a time when we need more people who know how to disarm hate and anger and bring in love. And I thank you for being here and listening to this and practicing these things today. And I challenge you that anytime you're feeling scared, 
It's okay to feel scared. Feel scared. But try to not let fear turn into rage. Try to bring in love before it turns into rage. With your family, with your friends, with your coworkers, with your neighbors. Try to bring in love, a muscular, resilient love. So that we're not just looking at two sides of the coin all of the time. We're not just looking at fear and rage, fear and rage. There has to be something else. There has to be another option. And we know there is. Thank you for being here with me today. And I wish the utmost best for you in 2018. I wish you joy. I wish you adventure. And I wish you growth opportunities so that you will grow and expand as a person in your skills and also in your love so that muscle can grow. Thank you and gratitude towards you all. And I hope to talk to you soon. Let's keep the conversation going. Follow me on Instagram at Sheena Jeffers. That's S-H-E-E-N-A-J-E-F-F as in Frank E-R-S. And keep in touch with me. Let me know what helps you to breathe and what inspires you. For now, blessings. We'll talk soon.